Welcome everyone back to the Right Boys podcast and first of all we want to say a massive massive thank you on the first episode about mental health and just the overall support on this podcast it's been absolutely overwhelming me and my dad have been loving the comments loving the reaction it's been overwhelming to be fair. it really has and the amount of plays that we've had on the first episode people looking forward to the next episode yeah yeah it's been brilliant like the amount of plays we had on the first episode uh, it was about 120 130 you know we're so grateful for that and people taking our word i didn't think one person would listen if i'm honest no yeah like we just we just thought one day we thought we'd do this for a laugh and a joke and see if anyone would actually take this and take us seriously because this whole podcast is basically you know it's our lives and knowing us personally and knowing our story about life and hopefully someone can look at this episode look at this episode and look at other other episodes that we've got planned in this for this podcast and just relate and take advice and hopefully you know we can help people in any way that we can by just listening to our voices they're all all like topics what everyday people go through loss of parents anxiety issues and obviously i mean today's episode is a a big one more so for me because i've not really talked about this i don't really like talking about the sexuality of part of myself coming out as a gay man I know it should be proud of it, and I am. I am proud, if I'm honest. I am proud, but it's just. I just want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be different. I don't want to have this red bulb, like light bulb on my head. Like, oh, I'm you don't okay. want to seem I like you're the spotlight. Yeah, you kind of like want to stay in your own lane. I just want to be like everybody else, and all, of, all that's different for a lot of people is that I'm mm. a hopefully get an openly gay man mm. who's got a family. Yeah. So we'll we'll dive into this a bit more. Again, we want to say a massive thank you. Thank you for all the uh, support with this podcast so far. And uh, we'll dive into this episode. So this is episode two. It's named Coming Out. So this is going to be about my dad coming out as a gay father, how it's affected him from when he was young and how it affects him now, you know, sexually, um, how he, you know, identifies himself and also how it's affected me during my years and how it affects me now. But we'll dive in straight away. And I want to ask you first... You know, how did this all start? When did you first, you yeah, know, get this realization of okay, I might be this, I might be that, I might be gay. So yeah. I'll let you, I'll let you take the. Uh... I mean, nowadays people say they can, they non-binary or they don't, they're not a e, they're not a she. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they, they had nothing like that when I, when we were younger. When I was like 13, 14, there was none. There was not many. I didn't even know anybody. Nobody gay. Mm. I mean, the only thing I saw what was gay, I suppose, at, at the time. But I loved it. Was the fact probably Boy George had to coach club. He, he was wearing makeup and that. And that was yeah. a, big, a big thing on television at the mm. time. Like, and that, that that was amazing for me to see. I thought, oh wow, that's mint. And I, I liked his music and I, I saw all the love he had. All the yeah. people loved him for yeah, who yeah, he yeah. was. So that's that's my really like somebody I, could, I suppose I looked up to because mm. in a small town like we are now there's nobody at the, my age at the time when I was younger to talk to because they were going through the same thing as I was I kept it to myself did you say you started to understand and realise well, this from 12 and 13 13 to come into teenage years yeah I, knew, I just know different I know I wasn't out with the lads playing football. I wasn't. I wasn't a typical lad. Your typical branded lad that society yeah. has basically on street, you know, football around, having yeah. lots of lad mates getting into trouble, scrapping. Mm. Mm. I, most, I had mostly girlfriends back then, even like. Which is nothing wrong with that. Girls and boys can be friends, yeah. and I think the society in this generation, people need to understand that girls and boys can be friends does not mean if I'm friends with a girl or a girl's friends with a boy does not mean that you have to sleep with them. No. 
you know, you can be. Well, I think if you do see one, that spoils it because it, you, you can have a friendship. You can lose That's that, what I'm trying to say. You can lose that friendship if you, if you make it, if you cross the line and you make it yeah. more than a friendship. Yeah. Because sometimes it works for people, sometimes it doesn't. 100%. Work. Like some people say the best relationships come from friendships, but yeah. you know what? Let's just stick on topic. So you said you first. You know, starred. Would you things. say these tendencies, yeah. these these little blips and stuff like that, thoughts about 12, 13? Yeah. So, what happened after that? Like, tell me a bit more, because obviously. So obviously, I think because I had a lot of loss when I was younger. I my dad died when I was thirteen. Uh, my mum had cancer when I was fifteen. So growing up. From 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, all those years, I was uh, more or less looking after my mum while she was really ill, and she eventually died when I was 19. So I was on my own and very lonely. I got myself a job, um, and I saw a beautiful woman at work, and I thought she was the most prettiest girl I've ever seen, and I fell in love with her. Not because it was sexual or not, because I, I, it was society needed me to be with a woman. But yeah, this is my mother, by the I, way. I just wanted to to, to have a, a, a family back, and I suppose mm. when I, I started dating you, mum, she became like my mum, my dad, my cook, my cleaner, because she moved in with me quite. She was everything in one package. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like I got like a little bit of a family thing back, so you could say that's selfish in a way that it, it could look like I'd used it for that, but it wasn't because. I genuinely love her as much now as I did then. It's genuine love, but it was a diff- it, it was a different love. It wasn't a love that a man and a woman have. It was a, a more or less a pure love and like yeah, I just just a love for that person, that so, yeah. that person's soul, like, like being a, generally like, in love, like a family member. Like I never looked, yeah. at, I looked at as, as a sister figure. It wasn't never like that because I mean, obviously we had sex and stuff because. You While I'm here, I'm yes. hopefully not a test you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> but um, but it wasn't the kind of. Look like love, love what you guys probably experience who's listening to this now, but um, yeah, I just knew I was different. So, going forward, I put that to the back of my mind. I didn't want to be who I was, I was running away from myself a lot. I didn't want to address situations. You were trying to hide, probably mind, because yeah. of you, probably went through a similar situation. Did, yeah. you, did you get bullied like during not so much bullied, but name calling, I suppose? Yeah. But, um, because I wasn't like a bad guy or a trouble causer, I had lots of lad mates who, who probably had a laugh with me and who, who, who were my mates, so that so I had a mixture of girls and boys, but more so girls, mm, more so. Which is nothing wrong with that. Uh, one of my closest friends was a, a girl called Julie. She used to come to my house. We'd, I'd mm. go in her bed, we'd be cutting bloody pictures of Madonna and Five Star and yeah. using making scrapbooks. Or yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just a typical, like, not a lad and a girl, but just like, doing girly things I suppose yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was comfortable that was who I was yeah of course and there's nothing wrong with that so I just knew I was different so obviously but then obviously going through having to look after my mum and, and and as I get older as you get older your feelings change and you, you start getting attracted to things don't you so you start to realise who you are you yeah, start to find your identity my attraction was obviously towards seeing thinking that men were attractive and uh, but when you're young you're still figuring things out like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean like that's that's your building blocks yeah. uh, at, like age yeah. Like, that's when you're you're building phase. You're, yeah. you're going through things. You're learning things, and you're yeah. and you're figuring out like what is right for you and what's not right for yeah. you. And and you know when people say like, oh, you're not born gay. You you decide to be gay. It's completely an utter bullshit. Yeah. I always think, and this is what I believe in. This is my opinion. You are born gay. You yeah, have had these. Not. You have had these tendencies. Yeah, and you have either 
opened up about it at a young age and you've just accepted it or you've hid away from it yeah. because of what society is telling people you can or cannot be and also bullying has a massive impact and it's just a sad sad world that we live yeah. in a sad reality yeah but but that's that but me obviously i didn't know what truly truly was made me have an amazing relationship with your mum because mm. again it it sounds bad but on the outside i we look like the perfect couple. People used to call us Posh and Bex because obviously we used to be inseparable. Mm. If she go to her nails done, I'd go with her. If she went like, to shop, shopping, I'd go with her. We was inseparable. She was my yeah, best yeah, friend yeah. and she still is probably one of my closest friends now. And that's beautiful. As, as a female. Mm. But we was literally insepar inseparable because I think that's because of my family situation. I lost a lot of people. Yeah. So Sarah, Sarah, your mum became my new family mm. as well. So the perfect the perfect couple on paper. Yeah, and then obviously on pictures and everything is it's a it's a beautiful story with my father and my mother obviously yeah, what they have now. gone through it's and it still now. is now and yeah. probably even better now than when you was actually yeah. fish, uh, uh, officially together yeah like we, we, it's, it's quality time like christmas i can come over here and we can have christmas dinner together i mean what many people who split up with their mum and dads you guys who's got parents who split up i bet you'd love mm. to have christmas dinner with one one mum on one side and your dad on the other and that don't happen for a lot of people no, but it, no. it does for me it does for kim we do have family occasions we i do come found for here for barbecues i do have, have birthdays and stuff we all like on my birthday uh, the other month my son and, my, and his mom and uh, my, my, my stepdad scott his, yeah the new partner they all came out for food with me it's just nice it's just it works. It, it works. works. We make us. it work, and yeah. it and it's just it's just nice that we are able to still go out and do family things. Even though my dad has came out and he's found his sexuality, it doesn't mean that you can change and be different towards obviously my mother yeah. and and I and also yeah. my stepdad now. Yeah. But we want to move on and go on to when I was obviously born and when you first told me. Yeah. So, so obviously it you... was 12, 13 or 14. We roughly don't know when. I think it was 13 or 14. Yeah. It was uh, during uh, secondary school. And I remember when my dad, um, sunny day, took me on the back garden, got me a jam roly-poly. And I was thought, you know what? Got me a jam roly-poly, wants to sit me on the back garden. It's got, it's got to be something good. It's got to be something, you know, you you, know nothing you... nothing bad could happen from this. He's got me a jam roly-poly, man. I'm going to absolutely devour this you, thing. You probably so. thought you have a new bad cause. Going to say I know, it's the way you said, all right, come on, we need to talk. I'm like, go on, then. You got me a jam roly-poly. Come on, I'm going to absolutely devour this. Let, let's hear it. And I was I was all optimistic. I was ready to hear the conversation that we were going to have. And um, I'll, let, I'll let you tell the conversation. So we sat in the garden and... Yeah, and I said, I've got something to tell you. Mm. Uh, and he looked at me and uh, like a little bit puzzled. And I says, I just come out and says, I'm gay. Mm. And he just looked at me and he just looked a bit sad. It was sadness, a bit of confusion. shock, confusion. It was a, it was a roller coaster of uh, emotions. But I think the reason because of that was because school was because of secondary school. Yeah. Secondary school was literally five years of hell for me mainly because of this whole situation and also obviously anxiety and anxiety and, and my depression which yeah. we talked about which we talked about in episode one but um the reason why it was hell on earth was because of the situation with my dad coming out i got bullied because everyone thought he was gay saying gay this gay that Before. gay jay this stuff that stuff yeah. and i was sticking up for my dad and saying no he's not no he's not no he's not he's this he's that he's this where's, where's basically telling them that um Oh, everything they were saying was false but the reason why I looked shocked and upset. maybe upset and maybe had a tear in my eye was because it's like it's like saying 
oh, the bullies have told the truth. The bullies are telling the truth. And every time they tell me now at school, it's like, oh, I can't defend myself now because what they're saying is actually true. So obviously being young as well, I wasn't mentally strong. I didn't have a backbone like I have now. I wasn't mentally strong like I am now. So I pretty much had had to to deal with it. You retaliated by comments like, well, at least my dad don't hit my mum. At least my dad's not a drug dealer. At least my dad's got a job. Find any way to have a comeback. Yeah, yeah. So... It was a it was, it was a hard for, time. Yeah. It was yeah. a hard time. But and, you know and, what? And I'm so glad that he, he told me at that age of being 13 or 14. Because, because yeah, and it's allowed me to mature at such a young age because it's made me look at things and take things into perspective instead of judging someone by, you know, like a, a book by its cover. Like you, you got a problem with gay people, have you? No, I absolutely love people for who they are. I'm yeah. a massive social butterfly. I love yeah. people. So, judging someone because they're gay, I don't want people listening to this podcast if you think that's, you know... Bad. If, if that's a bad thing. If you think, oh, because such and such is gay, and ah, he's gay, ah, you know, I don't want you listening to this podcast. End off. Just because my dad's gay, and don't you have it. a problem with that, or anyone in general, it's like what you said earlier on about, oh, if um, I don't like black people, or... I don't like Chinese uh, people, any, any you nationality. know, um, sexuality, races, gender. Oh, I don't like you because of this. It means you're insecure. It, you are insecure, and there's something wrong with you for not liking that. You should like everyone for who they are. Period. At the end, of, at the end of the day, if, if you've got no, a problem. Yeah. If I don't bring no trouble to nobody, why wouldn't they like me because I'm gay? Exactly. It's it's stupid. It's shit. It's just a retaliation thing. If you if you if you piss somebody off, if, if you like, they're gonna come back. Oh, oh you're gay. Yeah. You're gay. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It is so ridiculous nowadays. And but, uh, I mean. I've been I've been accepted by a lot of people. Nobody's lived. Hundred percent, and everyone. Nobody's... It's even at work where you work now with me. Yeah. Everyone, everyone loves you. You know, we have people from work that listen to this podcast. They accept you for who you are, yeah. and they love you for the way yeah. you are. And you should take and that it, as a blessing. And it, and it makes me feel. I'm getting a bit emotional, but it makes me feel like I've never had that kind of love, like because I lost my parents at such a young age. That me being me now I'm being loved for me and it's just nice and I'm sorry to get upset but it's I don't really like talking about this situation because it really was hard for me growing up <sighs> but now I am I'm in a better place now and we're all okay and if I can give any advice to anybody don't don't be in the closet as I said I don't, don't bother I, I hate that word you're in the closet don't just it's a stupid it's a stupid life's phrase too short to be, life's too short to be anything but yourself and mm. and my life dramatically improved when I realised who I was and, and I was happy to be who I was I was in a small town which was scary mm. like if I lived in Liverpool or Manchester or or even Nottingham, like I probably would have been accepted a lot quicker because because they do like gay pride months and stuff like that. Well, it's just more acceptable, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's more, a bigger it's, city. It's more town-minded folk, isn't it? Like, mm, exactly. They don't like anybody who's different. a lot of old-school people I'm around different. here. Yeah. Kings different. We are different people. We're in a small town, but we are quite big characters, mm. and we stand out. And that's why we both say we don't belong I'm here. A, I'm a big fish in a small pond, and I will always say that we mm. don't belong in such a natural field because mm. there's nothing here. It's a small town, and if you don't do drugs or you're not up in somebody's kitchen most nights, you're seen you, as a weirdo. Yeah, you're boring. It's not. It's like, but we're not that kind of people, and no. I just feel like. Oh, sorry about getting upset. But so obviously, uh, you can hear my dad getting emotional because this is a massive topic for him. Because yeah. this is, this is all about him. This is his whole life, pretty much his whole life story in in one episode, and. You know, it's it's so. And it upsets me like it, it, it affected you at school because. Second but it makes me proud to see that you are now, you know, 
telling all these people about how this has truly made you feel. It's making me so proud. It's so grateful that you are my father and I wouldn't have you in any other way. I would love for you to keep blossoming the way you are, not change and not give a fuck about what anyone thinks because you are the best person for me and for anyone out there that is suffering with, this, with these type of things of sexuality opening up and um, you know finding out who you are. Please, please, please don't hide in the dark. And my dad can even say it with his own words. If you open up, it's a massive weight off your shoulder. You literally will feel like a completely different person. Yeah. So please, please do not, do not hide, do not hide in the dark alone. Yeah, because you are not alone. I gained more friends. I got. I, I, it was. It, it was amazing. I, I, I just. I, like the end of the tunnel. Would would, would I have sooner done it sooner? No, no, because you did it at the right I, time. I, you I told met, me at the right I time. I met a, a beautiful woman who gave me a beautiful son. And if, mm. if I came out at fifteen or sixteen or when I was younger or when I was more confused back then, I wouldn't have my son who was sat in front of me now because mm. I would have been openly gay and obviously I wouldn't have been in any relationship with a woman. That, that's also another thing because I think about this quite often and I never think this, I never think of this in a bad way. It's just like a thought that comes into my mind. If my dad actually came out at a younger age, probably around my age or maybe even younger, I may have never been born. Yeah. Like that's the thing. And my dad has done such a beautiful job with everything in his life and he's raised me to be the best man I possibly can be and same thing with my, with my mother we're, we're lucky to have such an amazing circle of we're, family members we're, and we're friends one, we're one unit even though we're split up we're one unit your, your mum's got your best interests at heart yeah. I've got your best interests at heart yeah. we, we love the bones of you and me and your mum have got a relationship what nobody will break no and it's such a unique and a beautiful relationship yeah. to have yeah. So she's one of my closest friends and we talk on the phone most days and, and, and like I'm sat in your back garden now, this is his mum's house with, with his stepdad. They've not got one issue with me coming around here. No, you are more than welcome. Your dog's my dog. I love Bella, my, our dog. Yeah, we, Bella, uh, my little German shepherd. Yeah. Not not so much little. Yeah, but she's she's just part of the family and, and yeah. I can take her walks. And like, what, what people who spit up can do that? Like, it's no, unique. we're very unique and we're very yeah. blessed to have this situation. Christmas of, Day is perfect. You know, you could come over and have Christmas Day meals with us. Yeah. Uh, we could go out and have meals yeah, together, feel, go to restaurants and I'm, go to I'm, places. I'm loved by my, by my little family that I've, what I've got left, like as in my son, because mm. my, my Kian's my only like blood red, blood person. Like, I mean, obviously, I've got a brother, but Ardell does his own thing. We love each other, but we've gone down different paths in life, and I'm not going to speak about my son's. Uh, son, sorry, my my brother's uh, life because that's not nobody's business. And no, it's his own business. Yeah, so. But we, I've got, I have got a brother and we've, we've just gone down different paths in life and um, he's had quite a traumatic life and that's not something I want to talk about because mm. it's his private privacy which I'm going to respect. Mm. But um, going forward, so yeah, so obviously I told Kian, he, he dealt with it quite good even though he was only such a young age. It put a bit of tension between us because similar to say the bullies won that particular day because everything they were saying was true. But they didn't win the war. But going forward, and as our Kian matured, I don't think he would have me any other way now. No, I absolutely love my dad for who he is. And you know what? I would not trade anything on this world to have him differently. I want him to carry on being the same. I'll carry, I want him to carry on blossoming. Everyone knows his friends, me, you know, everyone knows your how, friend, your great, friends, like your how great he actually is as a, as a human being, as a father, as just a spectacular human being. He is just... A ball of energy that anyone can just graduate to, uh, just literally be around and just 
you know, orb around put, it. He's, put, he's amazing. I put a smile on people's faces. You really do. And you put a smile on people's faces every single day, dad, yeah. every single day at work, every single day <laughs> on the street. Yeah. And it's just, it's just nice. To, and I, I always chuckle being, and smile at myself that people can gets, have that reaction. Reaction. Being kind gets you through doors. Having kindness is the biggest, like, thing to have. Yeah. Biggest, uh, mental trait to have yeah. um, you get through, you get more things from people by being kind than being a, being an idiot being a, a being dick, a dick, a dick yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah just i mean i've, I've been uh, just off, stop bullying man just and go, just get on with your life just, like, just going off a touch subject slightly i mean um, i've had a job promotion at work and i, I believe that's a lot, a lot of not only my job skills but can we get a clap for his job promotion yeah. <laughs> but more so for, for, for who I am I'm, an, I'm a generally nice guy and they can see that 100% I'm not, I'm not yeah. a dickhead I go to work no. every day I, I, I work, hard working yeah, I, I show up every day I'm, mm. I'm a nice person so no trouble what, what, I, I don't cause trouble so why, why not good things come to good people truly yeah. truly do yeah. honestly please trust me when I say that they really do so don't give up just because oh things are not going your way mm. things will go your way trust me so at the end of the day I want to end this episode with saying a massive thank you on the previous episode and everything that's happening with this podcast i really can't believe that the amount of people that have been listening to the previous episode and really just getting in touch with us and telling us that we're doing a fantastic job it really does mean the world to me and my dad and um i want you to say a couple of more words dad talk about like i just just I apologise firstly for getting upset, but it is a big deal, and I, I don't really—it's like, massive. I don't really like talking about it because it was a long while ago. I mean, I, I, I came out. Somebody say when Kim was twelve, and Kim's twenty-two now. So obviously, he, he's had a lot of life, to, to, a lot of time to deal with it, and, and it, experience and, and stuff like that. And, and, and somebody say it's it's worked. It's it's it's. If I could give any advice, it's just do just just be yourself. There's no you can't be anybody else. Life's too short to be anything but happy. Mm. And me being me now is my happiness. Was I happy when I was pretending to be straight as you could say? Yes, I was happy in a way, but not because you was it kind I mean, of like seen as accepted by on society. The outside, I was happy. But yeah, in yeah. The inside, I wasn't. Internally, no. Externally, and now yes. I'm outside, inside happy, which is an amazing feeling. Mm. So we want to say a massive thank you again. And um, we got a couple of questions from, from the, previous, the episode. previous episode, and I'll let my dad read this one out. Yeah, um, just going off the subject, I'm going back onto episode one. Uh, one of our dear friends, Melanie Alton, she um, she posted a question on podcast, and she asked the question, Kian, regarding your anxiety, do you mm-hmm. think that social media helped? So, social media, with anything, your assets, your tools, with whatever you use to make yourself a better person, a better man, for example, for my. Uh, situation. It was a blessing and a curse for you. At the it time, was, yeah. So when I was less intelligent and less in, uh, mature, I used social media as everyone else does now. So I, I watch stupid stuff, um, always on social media, using the wrong, using the wrong things, the wrong apps, and just making myself look like a fool on social well, you media. You were more depressed because you were seeing a lot. Of I was, I was more depressed because I was comparing myself to everyone. Yeah. But now that I'm using social media in a positive light and using it in a uh, correct way, motivational quotes, motivational videos, anything that's gonna lift my spirits, um, research purposes for literally anything. Like my dad's so surprised with the amount of things that I'm that I'm learning on social media and how like interested I am on certain topics. I'm using it for the better it's for myself. Good, good tool. It's, it's like I always Stay away like... from comparison apps. Yeah. Like you want to focus on things that you're interested in. So let's say you wanna learn how to play a guitar. Uh, go on YouTube and learn guitar like you know videos or like let's say you're into photography 
go on YouTube and learn um, uh, photography traits and like even things on like Instagram. Go on Instagram and follow your favorite artists, your favorite um, photographers, like people that have the same interests as you. Use I, social media like that, but yeah. don't use social media to compare yourself to other people because that will destroy you yeah. mentally. Yeah. I think it's a bit like a credit card. If you're good with money and you've got a credit card, that's fine. But if you're stupid with money and yeah. you're going to get yourself into debt, a credit card will just make you further down that hole. Exactly. Depressed, exactly. So. so I want to say that was a brilliant question. Thank you very much. And I want to say if you have any more questions, please, this topic, yeah, okay. please ask, ask away could be about literally this topic could be about the previous episode it could literally be be about anything and we'll always answer the questions at the end of the episode so again we want to say a massive thank you can't be any more grateful than we are now we appreciate all the listeners we get we really do yeah so we'll end this episode off and thank you for listening to the right boys podcast and tune in for episode three for next week and we'll talk more about it then thank you see you later